Welcome to the Cool Girls Only podcast, where we talk about the excitement and uncertainty of navigating our 20s. I'm Maddie. And I'm Jordan. And we're so excited that you're here. We believe a cool girl embodies authenticity and confidence. It's cool to take control of your life, but most importantly, it's cool to learn from the mistakes that we all make in our 20s. A cool girl is on a journey to becoming her best self, and we are here to share our thoughts and learnings every Friday with you. Welcome to Cool Girls Only. Welcome back to the Cool Girls Only podcast, everyone. It is the end of 2021 somehow. I do not know how we got here, but we made it. But we're here. We're here. (laughs) And today's episode is really just us kind of having a conversation about how our years went and like recapping and just prepping to go into 2022 on like a positive note, really. So I think first up is like what are what were our favorite milestones, moments, or accomplishments from this past year? I mean, we both obviously meeting each other. Was that last? Wait, pretty much like IRL, we met in January this year. Okay. So Which our is relationship <laughs> has, has been evolved. in 2021. The, yes. <laughs> That's so crazy to me. That's bizarre. Like the fact that we are like talking every week about these like deep conversations and I just feel like it grows a friendship so much like you just get to know someone so quickly when you're having these conversations so it's been amazing yeah yeah I'm all about it I'm so happy we met obviously that's like numero uno um also starting this podcast has been so fun working on cool girls only cool girl news the evolution the evolution yes like I feel like what you have created in 2020 has just like grown so much and expanded in so many ways that like I never would have foresaw obviously you wanted a podcast like Mm -hmm. you had that envision before we even met but it's it's just crazy to think about like how much this has changed over the last year it's insane it's so awesome I'm so proud of us I'm proud of you I'm so proud of us like I love doing this podcast too and it's crazy to think like I feel like subconsciously I always wanted to do a podcast I didn't exactly know it in 2020 I just wanted to do something like I wanted something creative or like a creative outlet because 2020 sucked (laughs) so honestly I just needed something so I think starting the newsletter was just my way of starting something I didn't have a passion for writing that wasn't like my thing I just wanted to like put content out and like start somewhere and it just kind of morphed into this podcast and that's kind of this feels right like the podcast feels right the newsletter I loved it but it just didn't feel right because it wasn't like I wasn't a writer and it wasn't like I don't know. I wasn't so excited about it. Whereas this podcast, I'm like, maybe, yeah, maybe it's because I just love talking. I don't know. Yeah. We obviously love hearing our own voices. So, so obviously, <laughs> so this, this is, is where clear we're at. Our path. <laughs> um, so yeah, those are like some huge milestones and just moments for me that I feel really good about. Also, as you all already know, I got a new job in 2021. I also asked my first raise in 2021. Yes. So just like some big personal moves that I've made for myself that I feel really good about. Yeah. Those are like big year. Yeah. It was a big year. A lot of things happened. Yeah. For me, I'll definitely say like meeting you was amazing and we 
quickly, yes, we quickly got, like, we just get each other and, like, we, you saw my creative vision and we quickly just started the podcast and it's kind of just grown from there and I'm so excited about it. So that was probably, like, my favorite accomplishment of the year and I'm just so excited to see where it goes next year. Guys, we have some ideas. We're just so excited and also, I love hearing ideas from you. Like, I posted on the Instagram the other day and was like, let me know some topics you want to hear on the podcast. And there were some really good ones. Like, things that I haven't really thought about. Yeah. One of them... Wait, did you see them? One I only them, saw some of the responses. Yeah. One of them was uh, dealing with your significant other's parents. Shit. <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. That's a good <laughs> That's one. That's like a solid... But I don't know, like, how to so. go about that. So we'll have to, like... We'll think about it, guys. But there were some really good ones. So I'm going to keep posting that because we we totally want to talk about, like, what you guys are totally yeah. interested about in hearing. about to get very raw. Yes. Very it's real, about very to get quick. very real really quick. Um, yeah. So meeting you, starting the Cool Girls Only podcast, also getting a new job. We had, like, a very similar year. We did. I feel like we're, like, twins in another life or something. We, it I really think, does feel like I that I really sometimes. think we are. We, yes. We I got showed up job. to the studio today wearing the same fucking thing. We're wearing the same shirt, guys. Yeah. Skims. I mean, we could be Skims ambassadors at this point because right. we talked about up. it so much. Kim K. <laughs> yes. Um, yes. Skims. Skims shirts all the way. We both got a new job. And then, yes, I also asked for a raise. Oh, my God, this is insane. We literally are the same person. I think one of my biggest milestones was really kind of, like, getting my shit together. At least trying to get my shit together. Like, I feel like I took it to another level of, like, taking care of myself this year. Like, my physical health, trying to stay consistent with workouts and finding what works for me. Because I feel like in previous years, I set these goals in the beginning of the year where I'm like, I want to work out six days a week and eat super healthy and all these things, but I'm never like listening, like actually listening to my body and like what it needs. And after this year, I feel like my body doesn't need a ton of cardio. Like I feel like I need to do cardio because that's just what I feel like you need to do to like stay in shape. But I feel like when I go for long walks or just do things like that, like to keep my body still moving, but not like super strenuous and like really high intensity. I just feel like my body doesn't like that. So I think <laughs> I was I was good at listening to what my body needs this year. Um, and then also in terms of getting my shit together, kind of managing my money. That was another big thing for me that I kind of laid the foundation in 2020. But this year was really more about sticking with my goals and not spending like crazy, <laughs> pretty much. Yeah, I would agree. My financial situation this year has changed a lot and I think it is because like 2020 I started caring and yeah. and I didn't have like all the funds in place to actually like make the moves that I was able to make in 2021 so I think similarly with you my TD Ameritrade looks a hell of a lot better this year than it did we love that. last year yeah we love that all right you definitely are gonna have a better response to this because just of who I am and who you are but um, how like do you like to recap our year? Like when you look back, do you like to write it out? How do you like to recap? Yeah. So I, first thing I like to do. Yeah. I'm so annoying. Like I'm really, I just really like to recap because I feel like the more you can understand how your year went this past year, it's like you can make next year even better. Yeah. 
So I like to look back at my calendar and kind of just see like what I did. I really do put everything in my calendar. Like I'll put like when I'm going to the gym, like things like, like I literally put it all in. Um, so it's nice to go back and see like things I did, like, I don't know, meeting up with you on a weekend to record podcast and going out to dinner with friends and just seeing like how I spent my year. It's just interesting to see. Um, but what I really love to do is going through my journal entries. So I've mentioned this before, but I do these like monthly recap journal entries. So like it's very low effort. Like it's not like you're doing a daily journal entry, which I try to do, but I don't always. And also going back and reading journal entries from every single day of the year is just not something I want to (laughs) do. Like that's just not something I have time for. Um, so having like a recap at the end of each month, it's like you go back and you only have to read 12 entries, but it's crazy to see how like you shift throughout the year and like things you're like really focused on for specific months. Like the beginning of last, this past year, I was so focused on getting a new job. Like I was, I was so ready. I was like, I'm ready to quit my Mm -hmm. job if I don't have one. And I was just like, super laser focused and it's crazy to see how that kind of shifted because then I got a new job and then we started this podcast so it was just so cool to see like how my year went but those are like my two main ways of recapping what about you I also mentioned journaling because you are the one that got me into journaling recently Mm-hmm. I have always just like made excuses for it. Like, I don't know a prompt and like, I don't know what I want to say. Like bullshit. That's just a bad <laughs> excuse. Um, but doing like the monthly entries, I've been doing that and I love mm-hmm. it. And usually like, I'll start with just this thought in my head. Like, I just want to write out like how last month went and what I want, you know, to get out of this next month of my life. Like, what are yeah. some things I want to be focusing on? And then oftentimes it just escalates into like this multi-page like journal Mm -hmm. entry where I'm like throwing all these thoughts on paper Yeah. and looking back on it, I agree is so helpful because it's like, sometimes I feel like we all just kind of (laughs) have this need to like rest up before the new year, like the holidays and we're eating shit Mm -hmm. and we're seeing our family and we don't exercise as much and we all just kind of get sluggish and wait for January 1st or whatever to like speed up yeah 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 yeah. like okay January 1 I'll do it yeah but it's like I find myself doing that all the time I know and like Like I'll do it in the new year yes like (laughs) I'm I'm just sick of putting things off and I think the monthly recaps for journaling are helpful because it's like it's not this is my goal for 2022 it's I've had these little mini goals and I know we'll talk about atomic habits at some point but You know, having those, like, mini check-ins throughout the year, I think, in general, just, like, keeps you more accountable. And also, like you said, it helps you reflect on, like, what do I want 2022 to be, you know? Yeah. Well, and it's, like, easier. Like, I've said this before, I feel like, but it's easier to hit your goals because a month really isn't that long. Like, it's not like a year, you know? It's not like a year goal. So, it's like you're looking at your yearly goals and, okay, Last year, I think, I think it was last year I had, or this year, sorry, I'm like, what year am I in? 2021, I had a goal for reading a book a month, 12 books. Like, it's not that much, but it's a lot for me. I don't know. So 12 books, which means one book a month. So each monthly check-in, you can kind of see where you're at. Like, did I finish a book this month? Did I finish two books this month? Like, how am I doing? Because when you look at 12 books, that just seems like a lot. But when you break it up into like, it's just one a month, then you're like, 
okay, am I on track or am I not? Mm -hmm. Because monthly check-ins are important to, like, make sure you're on track for your goals. Because sometimes you can just get to the end of the year, like, hmm, I did what nothing. Happened? Yeah. Like, one, some, some years I'm like, I want to be fluent in Spanish. That's never going to happen because <laughs> I've never done anything for that. Like, no, I'm not fluent in Spanish because I didn't try. Yeah. So that, yeah. I, like, also don't want to set goals like that anymore that, like, I just know are not going to happen. Like, I would love to be fluent in Spanish. It's not going to happen. I'm yeah. not going to take the time to do that. And right. I know it. Yeah. <laughs> like, but, yeah, I think journaling also, obviously, you guys are listening to us chat right now. I love a good, like, long chat with, like, friends or family. Mm-hmm. Even just, like, calling one of my brothers randomly and just talking to them for 30 minutes about, like, oh, like, what, whatever. What are the highs and lows of your year? And, like, mm-hmm. how was this year? And going over accomplishments. Like, I think those things can be really validating for your experience in the mm-hmm. past year. But also, like learn what other people have gone through, you know, like, I think it's just a good opportunity to, like you said, reflect and talk with people who you care about, about how their life's going, you know? Yeah. It's always a good idea. So that's how we recap our years. What ways have you worked on like your personal growth this year? Would you say? So I have a problem with like stepping away from work. And I struggled with that a lot in 2020, like COVID hitting my first big girl job. I just was like ready to grind. I was ready to be up on like my laptop and available like all hours of the day and night. Like it was constant. And I'm so like proud that this year I've like taken a step away from that. That's good. So not only did I like make the choice to be more conscious of when I log off and like when I'm choosing to have my personal time away from work time. But I also pursued a job that would give me that time back and have like a manager and a team that respects my personal life and has that separation. So that for me is like amazing for my growth because it's just a time suck. Like Mm -hmm. at the end of the day, and we always talk about this, our like time is so valuable. Like it is literally running from us every second of the day. Like, yes. And how we choose to use it is so, so important. So like looking back on 2021, I'm so thankful that I made those decisions to like respect my personal time because 2020 I didn't. And I Mm -hmm. look back and I'm thinking like, what the hell was I thinking? Like, what was I doing wasting my time like that for a full year of my life? I agree. Yeah. Time is big for me too. And that's something in 2022 that I really want to like focus on more and just like the way you spend your time, like, I don't know, like your time is so valuable. Yeah. And I feel like we should all look at it as valuable because you can totally just waste a day doing nothing. And like, I just want to be way more cognizant of my time. I yeah. agree. That's, that's amazing that you were able to do that because I also feel like in the beginning of your career, at least in my career, when I started working, I also felt like the pressure to be online always, or yeah. like if anyone emailed me that I had to respond immediately, like, no, I'm so over that. I, <laughs> if it is not working hours, it can wait until tomorrow. Like right. my mindset has shifted so much and I feel very similar to you that, like, I was able to really do that in 2021. Yeah. 
setting boundaries, ladies. Setting boundaries. Let's set these boundaries. Literally. All so, right. What about you? The way I've worked on personal growth this year, I would say is like, honestly, this podcast, like it's been a really great reflection tool. Like, I don't know. I haven't really gone back and listened to a ton of older episodes, but I feel like I should just to go see how, like, even from when we were talking about things and when we started this podcast in April to like see how maybe my opinions have shifted or my mindset has shifted. Like we're always growing and learning. And I think it's just a great reflection tool to see like who you were at this point in life. Mm -hmm. Like this is going to be so fun to go back and listen to like five years, (laughs) 10 years from now and just see like, like we're going to be like, what the fuck were we talking about? (laughs) Can't wait. Can't wait. Can't wait. But no, it's been good. I feel like that's probably my biggest the biggest way I've worked on my personal growth. Oh, so cute. So fresh. So what are some of our biggest lessons from 2021? I feel like there were so many for me. You go first. Okay. One of my favorite lines is rejection is redirection. That like (laughs) really helped me get through some shit in the beginning of the year because I was trying for so long to get a new job and it just wasn't working out. And now I know like, it's fine. I'm okay. Everything worked out. So like rejection in any sense of life and any, you know, anything you're going through is just an opportunity for like you to go on the path that you're meant to be on or like do the thing, the job, the relationship, anything that you're like meant to be with. You know, no, I do know. And I think back to that time when you were applying to all these jobs and it's not like you were applying and just getting an email rejection. Like you were applying, you were going through multi-step interview processes, like PowerPoints were being made. Like you were putting PowerPoints were being made. Like these companies are stealing my ideas as we speak. Literally. (laughs) It's savage. Separate horror. Yeah. We'll have that conversation another time. But yeah, like you you put in a lot of time and energy and effort into all these job interviews and then to get like rejections just feels horrible. It and I was so yeah. Yeah, like I recently went through the same. Like when I was looking for my new job a few months after you, like it it just feels horrible. And mm-hmm. looking back on it, like I I mean, we both obviously walked away from a few opportunities because we chose what we chose, but like looking back on it, it's not like I was showered with offers and, you know, neither of us were, we're not at a point in our career where we're like head hunted. Like, no, we are the ones hunting. (laughs) We're the ones begging for a (laughs) job. So like, I, I agree completely in it. It has a weird feeling to it because you're so disappointed, but then looking at like where we both are now, like in Mm -hmm. this journey of like our career, we both are in such a better spot. Yeah. Like oh, this is in what so was many meant ways. to happen. Yes, I agree because it's what was supposed to happen. Yes. Yeah. But like, in the moment, it's everything... like shit. <laughs> yes. No, it can feel so shitty. And like that just brings me to my next lesson, which is learning not to take things personally because I feel like I used to take things personally. I used to get so invested in things. And like if I kind of understood this in the beginning of the year when I was getting these rejections, I feel like it wouldn't have been so hard on me. Because it's not personal. Like, it's not. You know, they need to make the best decision for whatever they need to do. And I can move on and do something different. And that's what I did. So, like, that, I mean, not taking things personal in 
this like in many different things, meaning like getting rejections from jobs or people taking things out on you at work. Like if your manager's having a bad day and like is kind of taking it on on you, like don't take it personal. Or like if someone's like rude in an email to you, don't take it personally. Like yeah. it's something that's a waste of our energy. It's, yes, yes, it's a waste of our energy. They're projecting their shitty like attitude and whatever is going on in their life onto other people and that's truly like what I've taken from this year and understood and I try not to take things personally and I feel like it makes my mental sanity much better like I don't need to continuously worry about like other people to be honest like just don't think take things personally and focus on yourself and that's all you can do yeah I agree I mean that's such an important lesson to learn. And I feel like I also learned that a lot this year, specifically with work, like mm-hmm. going through different jobs and interview processes and like also asking for a raise and having that conversation not go well in the moment. Like those are things that feel so like, I don't even know, like detrimental to your to yourself yeah. and like to your growth and, and how you view your own self-worth. So like to be able to take a step back and like detach, detach, like emotionally detach from the situation itself is so important for your mental health. And it's also important for like your personal growth in general. Like who gives a shit if this guy doesn't want to give you a raise, go find another job where they pay you, you know, 20% more. Mm -hmm. And I think like this all also ties into my biggest lesson from this year, which is probably like looking out for myself. Like, I feel I've always been someone who tries to, like, better myself and, like, the people around me. And I love to have, like, friendships and I like to take care of my relationships. And that's really important to me. But also, it's really important for us to take care of ourselves. And sometimes you need to take a step back and just think about, like, what is best for me right now? Mm -hmm. Like, regardless of what my manager is giving me pressure to do or what my partner thinks maybe we should do, like what do you want and like take care of those needs before moving on to someone else in your life? Yeah. No, I love that. Looking out for yourself is huge. I also feel like one of my other lessons was that you can truly accomplish more than you think you can. And I think this ties into imposter syndrome. Like sometimes you feel like you, for example, women, we feel like we shouldn't apply to things if we don't hit all of the criteria or we don't know if we are ready to move on and get promoted in our job because we don't feel like we can take on the responsibility. And when I think about that and I'm like, you know, if I were to be in a different role with more responsibility, like I would figure it out. Like I would figure it out. Like I just feel like we limit ourselves. (laughs) And I feel like I've done that this year. Like I feel like I could be a little farther along and be okay. Like, I'm not gonna not know what to do. Like, you learn things on the job. I feel like sometimes that gets so intimidating for me, like, applying to jobs that are, you know, I'm not quite as qualified for. Like, I hit most of the things, but not everything. And, like, I think I'll be okay, you know? And that's something I just had to learn this year. Like, I can accomplish more than I think I can. You just have to, like, trust yourself, honestly. So that's, like, a huge lesson from this year for me too so many lessons what a good year we learned so much (laughs) we learned so much so now that 2021 is over 2022 is coming 
literally tomorrow. Um, what are some of your tips for like starting the year off on the right note? I think, oh, I, I feel like we have so many, I feel like there's going to be a long section, but (laughs) in my experience, it's to start as early as possible. Like, obviously we both are really into like whatever small habits make a big difference and like even little steps can make a big difference. But I also think so many of us just don't even know what we want. Like sometimes I get to the end of the year, the beginning of a new year. And I think back and I'm like, okay, I feel like I know what happened last year and like I can reflect on it. (laughs) But like, what does that mean? I want for this next chapter. You know what I mean? And I think sometimes we put so much pressure on like, starting out strong and I think there is a little bit of pressure to like get your shit together you know like stop making excuses but also like I think for me I really want to like nail down and like focus on what I want next year to be instead of like having all these things I want my life to be you know what I mean like I want to travel more and I want to whatever get my ass into shape like There are so many things I want, but realistically, like, what are the few that I am very serious about and, like, ready to get done? To commit to. Immediately. I feel like the more specific, the easier it is to, like, hit them. Yeah, definitely. Like, when you're saying, like, oh, you want to travel, like, where specifically? Or, like, I want to get in shape. What specifically are you going to do? Like, and you can even break it down on, like, a monthly basis. Like I said, your monthly journal entries. <laughs> like, it's just easier to, like, check it off because a month isn't a long time. Yeah. But, yeah, I totally agree with that. This being specific is so huge. Yeah. And, like, breaking it down. Like, it seems so overwhelming. But in reality, I think just, like, having that conversation, writing it down. Maybe you don't feel like writing, so you just hit record on your phone and just like. Oh my god, I started talk. doing that. Really? I started doing voice notes, and I'm like, how have I never done this? I have a fucking podcast. Like, I should start like talking to myself. I have done it like twice, but looking back on it, I didn't re-listen to them. So yeah. I'm very curious about how you'll feel about this in like six months. Yeah, from now, we'll see. I'll probably forget it. about it. I'll probably yeah. forget about it. But anyways, you know what I'm trying to say. If you're if you're feeling that lazy and you don't want to write it out or you feel uncomfortable writing it out, like, just say it out loud. Yeah. Like, say it Speak and acknowledge. to the universe. Yes. Like, acknowledge that that is something that you want out of this next year of your life. Like, yes. I feel like that's step one. Yes. That's one of my tips. Manifesting what you want. Like, yes, speaking it into, the, into existence, writing it out. Just, like, what do you want? And it doesn't need to be, like... It can be totally unrealistic and, like, you can just, like, think and, like, picture what you want your life to look like and, like, okay, maybe it doesn't happen next year. But that's, like, a vision you can set and, like, you can create steps to get closer to that. Um, One other tip is making promises to yourself that are achievable. So I feel like, like I said with the Spanish situation, like, I want to speak Spanish. It's just not something I am committing the time to, so I know it's not going to happen. But when you're setting goals like that, that you kind of know in the back of your head you're not going to do, it's just kind of like a letdown to yourself when you don't do it. So, like, just don't don't say that. Like, don't say I'm going to speak Spanish because I know I'm not. So I would say keep it realistic. And, like, when you're making promises to yourself that are achievable, I feel like that builds confidence And who knows, maybe when I'm hitting these goals this year, maybe next year I'll have the confidence to like actually book an 
like a real life class to take Spanish. <laughs> but like that's just <laughs> not going to happen anytime soon. And that's fine with me. And I've accepted that. Um, and then one other one other tip I have is finding ways to get out of your comfort zone, because I feel like I I did a good job. I feel like we both did a good job with this this year. Like we started a podcast with no idea how to do it. And like, OK, people start podcasts. Yes. But like that can go for anything like starting starting any creative project or like a business yeah. or anything like no one knows what you're doing in the beginning and kind of putting yourself out there and learning and just doing it is I feel like something that just it kind of changed my life this year like it really did and I think it kind of helped me understand that like you can literally do what you want like if you want to do something just do it yeah like, just figure out how to do it and do it yep. like, or learn along the way which is what we did Easy. Easy. <laughs> Easy. <laughs> okay, so those are – that was, like, the serious part of the conversation. And now we'll get into a little fun Fast Five favorites. So <laughs> from 2021, we have a few different favorites we want to go through. Our favorite book we read, our favorite New York City restaurant we tried, our favorite product that we can't live without that we got this year, our top Spotify wrapped artist or Apple Music artist – and our favorite Cool Girls Only episode. Do you want to go first? Or do you ooh, want me to ooh, go first? Ooh. Woo! Um, <laughs> I. Or should we do like each of us? Eat. Okay, yeah, yeah. so let's go um, with book first. So, what's the favorite book you read? My favorite book from 2021 was Rocket Years by Elizabeth Segrin. You recommended it was good. this. Yeah. I finally read it. it. It was an amazing book, and I'm so glad that I read it this year. Yeah, it was a great look into like the 20s the 20s yes. all right what about you okay mine is like tied so I had like one that was nonfiction and one that was like historical fiction um my favorite nonfiction book was more than enough guys hey. I'm a few years <laughs> late but I read it it was so good and then my favorite his like fiction book was the vanishing half have you read that I haven't it I was... own it I need to read oh it. you own it <laughs> oh my god girl you gotta read it it's it was really good um I feel like I read a lot of books this year, but yeah, that was a really good book. It was one of those books that you just like, I could not put down mm -hmm. and I love that feeling. Also, I recently read, um, this is not my favorite book by any means, but Verity by Colleen Hoover. I could not put it down on vacation. Like it was good. Um, it was disturbing a little, it was kind of all the things I like in a book. It was, um, like very suspenseful, mm -hmm. like a romance aspect to it. It was so good. Um, I just love books that I can't put down. That's like one of my favorite feelings. So I need more of those in 2022. Yep. Okay. NYC restaurant we tried. 2021. Okay. Mine was probably rule of thirds Japanese restaurant in Greenpoint. Did you guys go so for an good. anniversary or was that a birthday? No, no, no. We went, um, the first time we went was I think in the summer maybe, or eh, I think it was in the spring. And we've been, like, multiple times since then. Got it. Okay, so I have two. Um, one is nice. One is more of, like, a takeout vibe. Amelie, which is a French wine bar. Yes. It's, like, two blocks from our apartment on the Upper West Side, and it was absolutely amazing. Was that your birthday dinner that... with Caleb? Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. I think it was. Yeah. Caleb, I'm sorry if you're listening. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't remember. <laughs> um, food was amazing. We'll be back. 
Also, favorite Thai takeout is Salad Thai. It's also on the Upper West Side. Delicious. Their Masaman curry is my absolute favorite. Yum. Gotta make it up to the Upper West Side. I mm. I don't get up there much, but I shall come. Yes. <laughs> okay, product we can't live without. I'm so excited about this one. I want to hear yours first okay. because I could not think of one. It's my Nespresso machine that I <gasps> literally just got. And it's so good. It's life-changing, it's isn't life it? It's life-changing. I know. Like, I am just obsessed with it. It's, yeah. I'm a coffee addict, and the fact that I didn't have an espresso machine before I'm this. I'm surprised you didn't. Yeah. I don't know how I didn't. But yeah. I would just spend a lot of money on coffee. Is what I was going to say, like, some people are like, whatever, like, you would buy, a, like, a couple hundred dollar <laughs> espresso machine, but also, like, I never drink coffee out anymore. Yeah. Like, ever. Like, I would get coffee all the time because I just had a normal coffee pot. And, like, okay, I can make coffee at home, but, like, I want a good coffee. Yeah. And I like can't make get, it. Exactly. So I would buy coffee You'd want to treat yourself. Yes. But the espresso machine in your home is now yes. treating yourself. It's treating myself. I'm with so you. So I don't need to. But, yes. What What about you? Do you Honestly, have any? like, the only thing I could think of was my facial cleanser, which is. Ooh. Name, name it's, drop. Um, it? It's Kiehl's. Okay. It's just, like, yes. the generic facial cleanser. I started using this in early 2021, and honestly, it is, like, cult favorite go-to. Like, I've tried other cleansers. I get there are probably much better, like, expensive ones that are better for my skin, but I personally love that one, and I buy, like, the family size bottle, yes. like, the jug of it. The jug. <laughs> the big jug with a pump. Oh, my God. <laughs> we should have a skincare episode. I would – I could talk for hours. You would literally talk the entire time, and I'd be like – Taking um, notes. <laughs> I use Kiehl's facial cleanser. That'd be like step one and then that's it. Like, step one, I will help you. Honestly, I love skincare and it's actually, so much fun. I started using, I think it's Clarence. Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. So you gave me this moisturizer because you had like whatever, all these products when Did you were I? still at Macy's. Oh. Yes. Is it good? It's amazing. And Ooh, I'm good. so like... I'm upset because it's so expensive, so I know I'm going to get in this habit of, like, paying $100 for a jar of moisturizer, Yeah, but it actually is amazing. Like, obsessed. Nice. I'm glad you like it. Yeah, skincare getting expensive. I have kind of found this hack for me that I like is I don't spend money on my cleanser or my moisturizer, but I will splurge on, like, serums and treatments. So it's, like, I use, like... I, I mean, it's a good cleanser, but, like, it's not expensive. Mm-hmm. And then I have, like, a retinol that's, like, kind of expensive. And then I just use CeraVe moisturizer. So it's, like, it's affordable. It's doable. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, not yeah. like every one of my products what, is, like, yeah. $100. Because yeah. that's where it gets, like, insane. Anyways, I'll save it. We'll do a skincare <laughs> yeah. episode, guys. It's fine. Okay, our top Spotify rap artist. I didn't realize you're an Apple Music I know. I actually switched from Spotify to Apple Music this year. I don't know how I feel about it yet. Yeah. I was going to ask, like, what was the – what sparked the change? Literally, my brother convinced me (laughs) one day randomly to just switch. And I was just like, okay, whatever. Like, you know, I – I love music, but I'm not, like, someone who seeks out new music. I'm someone Mm -hmm. who, like, hoards the music I love and just listens to it on repeat. Probably a symptom of my anxiety. We can get into that (laughs) in another episode. We can dig into that. (laughs) But but for me, so because I have Apple Music, they have, like, the top artists of 2021. So I just picked the top five that came up on mine. Okay. They are Olivia Rodrigo, 
Stevie Wonder, oh. Mayday Parade, oh. The Beatles, and Queen. Wow, I, that's quite a mix. It's so weird. Like, I go through phases, you guys, where I just listen to, like, alternative rock, like, Mayday Parade. <laughs> Mayday Parade. It takes like, me back. Oh, my God. It takes I me back. get my rainy day vibes on. <laughs> Your emo vibes. My emo vibes are always heightened when I'm <laughs> listening to Mayday Parade. Um, but, yeah, I'm all over the place, clearly. Olivia Rodrigo, like, it was her year. She absolutely killed it this year. She did. Okay, I have my Spotify wrapped. Let me read it. I'm actually, I didn't share it because I'm embarrassed. <laughs> I'm embarrassed no. by my top song, like which I think is inaccurate. But my top artists were basic, just literally basic bitch top artists. Let's hear Ariana it. Grande. Yep. Doja Cat. Got it. Kali Uchis, The Weeknd, and Justin Bieber somehow made it on my list. Okay, I'm like really embarrassed to say what my top song was. Let's hear it. <laughs> I don't know if I let me see if I can find my My tops okay, the other songs on my top songs make sense. My top song does not make sense to me. Why are you my so embarrassed? Song? I'm like scared to hear it right now, you guys. Okay, it's pro- I'm probably making it out to be way more embarrassing than it actually is. It's Peaches by Justin Bieber. And I literally do not think I listened to it that much. That's why I'm so confused. It you was probably more, went through one. It was more confusion yeah. than embarrassment. I'm just like, is this really? I mean, my second song is Leave the Door Open by Bruno Mars. Oh and my Anderson God. I literally had that on repeat song. like all year. So I was like, how is that not my number one song? Um, but yeah, I was very, very surprised by my top song because I truly like listened to it when it came out, but I have not listened to it since then. So... I don't know what what is going on. I have no idea. So that is my Spotify wrapped. I do I did love Positions, the album by Ariana Grande this year. I mean, I think she came out with it late last year. I'm just obsessed. It's such a good album still. Yeah, so I that's understandable. Like Olivia Rodrigo's album. Absolutely, it was so good. Was amazing. You know, every like, track. It's was funny. Good. Okay, I had fifty nine thousand minutes listen to music on Spotify which I was like that seems like a lot of minutes seem like a lot but it's also like not I listened to the Olivia Rodrigo album so much but I would listen to it on YouTube because I would watch that um she had like the sour prom video oh yeah oh my god I loved it so much I would just like watch that on repeat it was so good so I'm like maybe that's why she's not on my (laughs) top (laughs) one of her songs is though uh Deja Vu is my number five song so we love Olivia. Okay, that was fun. Um, <laughs> what's our okay last last one of our fast five is what is our favorite cool girls only episode? So mine is asking for a raise, not because I think it's our best episode by any means. I I think for me it was just so therapeutic. Like mm-hmm. I. When we recorded this episode, I had recently had a really hard conversation asking for a raise. Like, it just didn't go well. You guys know this if you listen to the episode. So that um, podcast episode for me from us was just, like, incredibly therapeutic. And, like, it was good for me to talk about the experience I had because it was so bad. Like, Mm -hmm. I felt like talking to you about it and having that episode was really reflective for me at a pivotal point in like my life. So yeah. for me, I would say that was my favorite. Awesome. Yeah, that was a good one. I feel like a lot of people reached out to us about that one, just like saying how yeah. it helped them and like they kind of inspire them to like ask for a raise or they just like liked listening to like our experiences at least. Um, I feel like my favorite 
I feel like my favorite was the pregnancy episode with Danielle. That was good. Because it was just so eye-opening to me. <laughs> we learned so much. We learned <laughs> so much. And I, I mean, you know, not ready. That's, no. That was the takeaway. That was the takeaway. But it was just good to know. It was so good to know. I love Danielle. She was awesome to have on the podcast. She was so honest we about everything. Danielle. Number one fan. Yes. <laughs> and I'll never forget the end of recording the episode. We stopped recording and we stayed on the Zoom. And she like got in a little more detail about the actual birth. Yeah, with she us. talks about her birth. And you guys, I have chills right now <laughs> thinking about If you that. want a part two, let yes, us know. Yes, let us know if you want a part two. <laughs> All right. Well, that is our 2021 recap. And I'm just so excited that you guys are listening and we're so excited for 2022. Yeah, let's get it. Let's get it. And that's a wrap on this episode. Thank you so much for listening. We really appreciate it. If you want to stay up to date on everything for the Cool Girls Only podcast, you can follow us on Instagram at Cool Girls Only Podcast. And you can sign up for our monthly newsletter at coolgirlnews.com. All of our information is linked in the show notes. We would also love to hear any topics you're interested in or any guests that you think would be a good fit for the show. Feel free to send us a DM on Instagram. We would love to hear from you. Thanks again for listening, and we will see you next time, Cool Girls.